0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to this, the last day of November, Thursday, November 30th. Hope your week has gone well as we uh, look at where the markets are going and where they've been through this month. Dave will join us here in just a few seconds. So before he does that, though, let's not forget that there are so many things in this world that we have no control over. I want you to know you can take control of your investment portfolio, but you need to know how much risk you have in there and you need to know how much risk you should have in there based on your current circumstances. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 for our core retirement analysis. With that, we've got Dave coming up next.
1: Good morning. Hello, buenos dias. I'm glad you're here today. We're at 18 now before 9. That's 842. It's time to check in on Wall Street to see what's going on there today. Kind of a mixed bag yesterday on the indexes, but uh, this morning's one of those earth-shaking releases from the government, and by and large, the uh, folks who have money seem to like it. Let's go downtown and see what's going on with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good morning. How you doing today?
0: Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well. You know, Dave, today is the last day of November. It's hard to believe. And it's been a good month for the markets. It could actually be the best month we've had in over a year uh, if things continue the way they have.
1: I was going to say, we could use one with all the herky-jerkies we've had so far this year, couldn't we?
0: Yeah, we really could. That, That would be nice.
1: October was kind of brutal to us after we had a pretty decent middle of the year, so I'll take an up year to uh, set the table for the morning. It was kind of a yeah flat day yesterday. Dow put on thirteen and a half dollars. Standard and Poor's was down a little over four, and the Nasdaq was down a little over twenty-three. Pretty much, we went absolutely nowhere yesterday, but during the day. I was uh, flippantly saying when we first went, uh, got on the phone together, I said, let me see here. Uh, t- the 11 in the morning, somebody must have done a rubber chicken speech and said something nice because the markets went up. And then at 2 o'clock, something else happened, and uh, we don't know what it was because the Beige Book even bores you and me, but they put that out, and something was in there that made a couple of computer trades say let's sell because we had a little bit of a tanking yesterday after about 2
0: yeah, we did. And then we ended up with kind of a mixed bag of, of a little red, a little green, uh, but neither going much further than, a you know, a, a couple tenths of a percent, not even a couple tenths oh, usually.
1: Oh, yeah. I'll call the day flat overall, but that kind of brings us up to this morning, and we've been kind of pre-preparing everybody for this, because it's probably the earth mover, the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee, meets uh, in the uh, 12th and 13th of December, and that's when they're going to whack us with our next interest rate increase, if they decide to do so. And the number they watch is the personal consumption expenditures. Uh, That's the PCE inflation rate, and that came out this morning. And we actually did pretty good. Uh, The core PCE number uh, on a month-to-month basis, just about right on what they expected, two-tenths of a percent increase. That's what they were expecting. And they were expecting core inflation to drop to an annualized rate of 3.5%. I didn't see the official year-over-year yet, did you?
0: I did not see the core year-over-year. I mean, like you and I, we only saw the the gross PCE number year-over-year, which was basically flying in line.
1: Yeah, the overall PCE month over month was flat. So I was flippantly saying when we first got on the phone, expect a release from the White House that inflation last month was zero because every politician has his spin, Meisters, Andy. Uh, the other government data dump that comes out this morning consumer spending up two tenths of a percent that says we're slowing down just a little bit, which is about what the Federal Reserve wanted to see. And. Uh, First-time jobless claims did about what they expected, still inordinately low We're still healthy, but they were of about 7,000 to 218,000 first-time jobless claims. By and large, I'm seeing an indication here that if I were a Fed governor, I'd say let's things bake another month, wouldn't you?
0: Well, I think so. I mean, I think we're seeing spending decline, and and it was a pretty big decline, right, from the month before, because the month before it had increased by seven-tenths. Now it's only up by two-tenths of a percent heading into the holiday season. That will be interesting to see how that plays out. The other thing, though, is income um, was up three-tenths of percent the last month. It's only up two-tenths this month, uh, but it did match the increase in spending. So I guess that was a good thing.
1: Yeah, what we got, we spent. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's called a hand-to-mouth economy. We're not saving much right now, and that's understandable given the fact that prices are about – 20% 20% higher, more than they were two years ago. Bunch of tidbits out before the reports. General Motors suddenly uh, is, a, uh, is a is a golden boy on the market. They were up like 10% yesterday because they announced a stock buyback plan and a big dividend increases. Boy, Government Motors is all of a sudden a stock market golden child, isn't it? Well,
0: it is, and they also reaffirmed their, their guidance for the year. Remember that both GM and Ford suspended their guidance when the strike was in play because they didn't know how long that was going to last and what the circumstances were going to be but uh, both of them have ford and general motors have gone back and and have reaffirmed their guidance for 2023
1: and general motors made another announcement i didn't think would make investors happy they said the uh, strike settlement is going to cost them an average of $575 more for on every new model that they put out now so folks if you're looking at a new car expect it to be more expensive in a few months
0: exactly that's the cost so you know you got to get the profit on top of that so expect that to be a thousand dollars at least on every car
1: hey up as uh, uh using economics 101 terminology that's called wage push inflation right
0: exactly that's
1: for sure <laughs> One thing we know is going to go up before too terribly long. Market seems relatively happy by those uh, early numbers that we got out of the uh, federal government. By and large, we're starting out the morning with some pretty green futures. Is there uh, any indication from the earnings of what's coming up? Salesforce has been kind of a uh, been kind of a problem child for the last couple of quarters. How'd they do last yeah, they, quarter?
0: They've they've had a they've had a little rough go of it this year, but this uh, this quarter. They came out and beat uh, beat expectations, uh, pretty good. I mean, they came in at like two dollars and eleven cents a share. They're expected to make two dollars and six cents a share. Revenue was basically in line with expectations. Um, so, so that was some good news there on their point. I think they, um, oh, they gave stronger guidance than expected for this fourth quarter. So that's got them pushing up. Uh, earlier is not yep still up but nine percent from where they uh they closed last night so so some good news for them
1: given the rough road they've had for the last couple of quarters that's good news any other good indications
0: so we did we had hewlett- Packard um they uh they came in and they they didn't report but they they got a good pop they uh they're doing some collaboration with Nvidia um, to build oh. an enterprise solution uh, um, for artificial intelligence. And so that's getting them a nice little pop this morning, up about 2% uh, before we get started. I was trying to see what else. Oh, Snowflake.
1: That's, sounds like that formula still works. You mentioned artificial intelligence in your report, and your stock yep. goes up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Snowflake reporting, now remember, they're a cloud-based uh, uh, platform. Uh, and they uh they surpassed their expectations for the third quarter as well uh they came in at 25 cents a share versus 16 that was expected and they they beat by about two hundred thousand dollars or so in uh in in revenue so they were up yep still up almost eight percent this morning
1: good numbers other yeah, than you you've gotta have got to, you got to have some bad news out there I, I know you too well.
0: You know, I was trying to find something that was going down, but it's uh, it, it's hard to find anything this morning. Everything seems to be going in the in the in the right direction. I did want to mention this. We didn't talk about this before we went on the air, but mm-hmm. you know, a a big figure passed away. Another big figure passed away in our uh, political system, and that was um, uh, Mr. Kissinger. Henry Kissinger.
1: Henry, Henry the K
0: passed away at age 100 and uh you know when I was growing up and, and in college in those years he was a mainstay you know he was always out front um right wrong or indifferent um he he had some opinions for sure
1: you know it, it, he he got a he got a mixed bag because he he maneuvered our way out of Vietnam and that got us into a whole world of uh, argument back and forth overhand but anybody from my generation can always do even the accent. Peace is at hand <laughs> when we were getting into the uh, Paris Peace Talks. Uh, if, as you say, love him or hate him or think he's a war criminal or think he's a genius no matter what. He was one of the most impactive foreign policy personalities this country has ever had on the front lines.
0: Yeah, he, he really was. And so uh just, uh, just want to bring that up. Uh, we've had a few big uh, monumental folks that have passed away this week.
1: Absolutely. It's, a, it's, it's been kind of a rough year as far as household names, I can tell you that. Resetting the table, call it a net zero day yesterday. Little up, little down on the indexes. Net, net, if you've got a diverse portfolio, you probably did absolutely nothing. 45 minutes before we open this morning, what are we looking at?
0: You know, they're uh, they're liking what they're seeing, at least to start off the day. The Dow is up six, a little over six-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 is up a third. Of a percent, and the Nasdaq 100 is up three tenths of a percent, uh, and the Russell 2000 is up almost seven tenths this morning. So some some good numbers there as we get ready to open up uh, to end up uh, this month of November. And then on the other side of the coin, we still have silver up over twenty five at twenty five dollars and eighteen cents an ounce. That's up almost a half a percent. Gold is trending down just a little, about a half a percent, but still well over 2000 at $2,038 an ounce. And crude oil, man, Dave, it is getting too close to 80 for me. It's up uh, one and a quarter percent to $78.80 a barrel.
1: Geez. Somebody buy an electric car, discourage the market or something. I'm not going to, but I'd be happy to see something make it go down. Overseas markets, the Asian rim for the most part, yeah, call it generally up this morning. After a couple of rough days, the mainland Chinese markets are flat to down by a bit, but almost everybody else is up. Over in Europe, they're looking at our futures and saying, oh, okay. UK markets are having a rotten day. They're down, but everybody else is up. The composite European index is up by about three quarters of a percent halfway through their day. Need to get some risk out of my retirement, Philip. I have no idea whatsoever when I'm going to be able to retire. All I know is I want a plan so I can count on it. How do I find you to make it happen?
0: Absolutely, Dave. That's why we developed the Core Retirement Design. To help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call, 863 382 And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning, on Highlands News Talk 730, and 95.3 FM.
1: Hey, and back here again tomorrow morning to tie the ribbons on the week. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you then, all right?
0: All right. You have a great day, Dave.
1: Thank you. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler.
0: Remember that. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope your November's gone well. Join us again tomorrow as we start off December. Have a great day. Bye now.